Hello and welcome to another episode of Soul Velocity. My name is Snehal Singh and we are celebrating women this month. Gifts of the Universe to Women Who Lead has been a great success, not only in terms of being a bestseller, but also the, the impact that the stories are creating. While each story is different than each other, there are so many experiences and learning points that can be taken from every story. I have read each and every chapter and yet every time I connect with each author, it just feels that there is such a huge information door that opens up for me in terms of everything, let it be enlightenment, wise, uh, you know, notes or uh, a fun fact or something more. So today I have one special guest with me. She is a great individual when it comes to networking or business and so on. And at the same time, an absolute humble person. Let me go ahead and uh, tell you who am I talking about. I am talking about Sean Jones, who is the CEO of iNetpreneur Network, uh, the largest independently owned and internationally recognized entrepreneurial network. She's also a certified keynote speaker who speaks to business and educational communities. Sean has served on various boards like Chambers of Commerce. Uh, she's also been a member and board chair for Parks and Recreation Advisory Board and Town of Florence Lyson. There is so much more to know about Sean, but one more fun fact about her is this, and is Sean and I have been featured in one more book prior to this as well, and that has been The Art of the Connection, which has been my first book for 2021 as well. So we're going to talk a little bit more about what all Sean does and how she does it and how does she make it all happen with so many things that are going on. So Sean, first of all, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here and giving us your precious time. And I know I read your bio somewhere, uh, or, you know, and I tried to capture as much as I can, but I know that's not all you. So tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Well, Snehal, thank you so much for having me on your show. Um, just, I just love the moments that we're able to steal together. Uh, and, you know, the first time you and I met was through the Art of Connection book that, that came out earlier this year, and which took us into the second book that just came out. And, you know, people always say, who am I? I, I am a mom. I'm a wife. Uh, I have, you know, I'm a sister, daughter, but really who I am is a person who wants to, to make the world better for others. And if somebody can learn from my own personal experiences or from the hands that I lend when they're in need, that to me is my why. I love helping people, very passionate when it comes to children, um, even serving as a foster parent and helping kiddos transition back into their own families or to the next step in their life. That's, that's really who I am at the core. It's about serving others. I love that. And I think somewhere in all the introductions that we give, we forget the most important ones that matter to us. You know, like you said, uh, you're a mother, you're a sister, you're a daughter. And that also means so much more, uh, which you forget writing when you're writing our professional bios. Now, Sean, to be very honest, you uh, the title that you have, or at least the company name that you have has three things in it. Okay. One is the entrepreneur. 
then there is that network side and there is a lot about sales that you talk about as well now these are the things that people run away from especially when it comes to entrepreneurship because there's a huge risk factor <laughs> networking is like oh my god i'm i don't know i'm not a social person and you know those comments do come in and sales and marketing most of them i have heard even in the business world say that you know sales is not my thing so these are uh, what do you say generally people what they run away from so what got you into being an entrepreneurial networking sales person so how did this happen for you <laughs> <laughs> i was literally born i think it was bred in my dna to be an entrepreneur i come from a long line of women in the family that are entrepreneurs my grandmother uh my mom it was just something that that we learned Um I found my entrepreneurial spirit when I was 8 years old. And you know, I'm now in my 40s, so we're going back quite a long time. But it was at that early age that I knew for me, if I wanted something, I didn't want to have to ask someone. I wanted it. I wanted it to mean something, so I felt that if I used my hands and I worked for it, it would mean more. and i didn't have to wait for anybody else to say yes here's the money or you know money's tight because i made my own way uh has being an entrepreneur had its ups and downs absolutely you know but i always make sure that as an entrepreneur when i have employees you know everybody else gets paid first i'm always paid second but that's okay i don't mind all those nights i've had to worry over the years because i ultimately achieved all my goals that i wanted and still set out more goals i love the way you put it uh so what you're saying comes naturally to you i think we all desire that and that's what gets it into gets us into entrepreneurship which is that freedom of choosing and uh not being in the on the waiting side or uh waiting for someone else to approve our dreams and so on and so forth but then somewhere i feel that today entrepreneurship has changed so much thanks to 2020 that has come into picture and you know how we looked at our businesses has changed so much so how do you feel has networking changed today because again networking is something that that you know that you master at but you can't meet people as as easily as you used to so how do you think it has changed and how do you think it is going to keep changing well networking Networking is just a word. If you think about it, every time you do a posting on social media, whether it's Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, any of those, as soon as somebody comments on your post that you don't know, you're networking. If they're friends or their family and you're engaging in a, in conversation back and forth, that is networking. If you go to the grocery store or let's say you're you're out shopping someplace and you just have somebody randomly ask your opinion of something or where is this locator you know just the casual conversations when you're checking out that is networking and we do it every day all day in many different ways Now the thing that we're having to do right now if we can't meet in person which there are those personality types that they only want to do business in person then you have some that they're interchangeable they can do it in person or online or you have those that strictly want to do online networking well you have to be creative you don't want to come across as spammy so what are some things you can do well 
resort to doing a video. Videos are great because it shows that you put effort. They see your facial expressions. They hear your voice influx and just send them a quick few seconds. Hey, thanks for the connection. Look forward to more conversations. Hey, I'm open for a virtual latte. But don't talk about your business. Don't shove what you do down their throat. Don't, don't try to sell them your goods. Nobody wants that. Be real. True. I love the way you put it, Sean, because it's, it's, um, it's so easy to connect, yet we shy away from it. And again, the, the term network itself does get into the way, like you said, it's just that one comment that you get and you're networking, you are interacting with someone and it, the person on the other side is real. Uh, so as you said earlier, you have been in business for really, really, really long time. And uh, business does come with its, you know, pros and cons, ups and downs. Mm -hmm. So has it ever been a moment where, uh, you know, you, you experienced like an epic downtime or, a, you know, a failure? And how did you, how did you overcome that? Any such moment? <laughs> Absolutely. So for my aha moment was in 2008. Um, a little bit of my background just to kind of incorporate is I usually will start companies, get them to a certain point, and then I sell them off. Well, when I sell them off, sometimes I will decide, well, I'm tired of being an entrepreneur. You know, it'd be so easy to go work for corporate America. And so I do have a corporate background that I've really mixed in my life. So it's, it's kind of like the, colli the colliding of two worlds. And I found myself in... Um, in 2008, uh, in a situation where I was, I had sold my company, I took a corporate job. I didn't think I was 100% a fit for the culture, but we had addressed it ahead of time. And I was the only female executive out of the entire company. And so that, that and it was a very large company. But it was right around Christmas time and I was laid off. There was, I mean, they just downsized half the company and I found out I was pregnant at the same time. And I was a single mom at that time. <laughs> I mean, I had a lot of factors against me and coming out, you know, 2008 here in the U.S., we took a big financial hit. Nobody was hiring, especially if you're pregnant, nobody wants to see the, you know, the baby bump. Let's be real. They're thinking, Oh, you're going to be on maternity leave in no time. And so as that single woman who lost the corporate job, I had my, I owned my car, my own house, everything. And I wound up losing everything financially. And that was tough because even though I knew how to start companies, the economy was down. My energy level was down. My focus was not there. You know, I had all the raging hormones going in at the same time, but I was able to manage through it. Was it the lowest point in my life? Yes, because my son's dad at the time was not in the picture, you know, in the way that, that you know, co-parent would be. Yeah. Uh, and it was just a very, it was heartbreaking I was embarrassed. Um, I felt like the world's biggest failure. But what I realized is I looked around the people that I surrounded myself with, and I truly wasn't alone. Did I lose it all financially? Yes. Have I made it back? Absolutely. And would I do it all over again? Yes. 
Wow, that's that's interesting to understand, you know, how someone can and it's more about realizing that I'm not really losing everything of me, it's just the finance and I can always get it back because you had what you needed the most and uh you know, and that kept you go, going. Uh Sean, tell me this, in midst of all of this, how soon should an entrepreneur look for help or you know, support because sometimes this solopreneur thing, I think, uh, you know, gets gets too overwhelming up at one point in time. I don't know uh, what is your opinion on that because while we do take pride in being solopreneurs, I think that uh, if you want to grow your business, there are you know many other factors to that. So, do you have an opinion on that? Absolutely. As soon as you decide that you want to start a business. Start looking at who are the people that you have gone to in the past for advice who has given you solid advice. Um, They may not be entrepreneurs themselves, but they give a different perspective. Uh, As soon as you start getting, put yourself out there and start making alliances quickly, but be selective because not everybody is going to have your same uh, viewpoint. They're, they're not going to have the same qualities uh, that you have and how you would care for your clients or for situations. So you really have to be selective. Everybody has an opinion and they're going to give it to you at any time. But does that necessarily mean that that's going to be a benefit for you? No. So have kind of like your mental check or even write it down if you're a list person of the qualities that you look for in mentors. Um, Look at what your competitors are doing. It's okay. And sometimes you can build alliances and relationships even with your competitors because even if they're a competitor, they may not always have um, the same services, products, and there's some differences. And then you can also build a referral network even among your own competitors, you can flop business back and forth. So always have somebody have two, three, four people. You don't need to have a whole entourage (laughs) because there is a point where you can just have too many opinions and then it becomes cumbersome, but select people, your personal, your finance, your marketing, have people that are specialists in these certain fields. And those are who you're going to surround yourself with. Awesome. I love that. Uh, so before I move to my last and favorite question, Sean, uh, I just wanted to ask you, what is next for you? What are you looking forward to? Oh, what I am looking forward to, I am um, this year going to be working on, it'll be a collaboration project uh, with entrepreneurs and ways to help our youth. And so I am really excited. I don't want to give out too many details because um, what we're looking at doing, it's not been done before. Yay, that sounds interesting. And I'm already intrigued. So I'm going to keep a tab on what Sean is doing next. Uh, But here's my last question, which is my favorite question, Sean. And that is, what do you want your legacy to be? How do you want to be remembered as? I want people to look back and go, she may have been tough. (laughs) She may have been all about accountability, but she had a really giving heart and she was always genuine in everything that she did. And that's what I want. I want my kids to be proud of their mom for being able to help others who didn't have a voice for themselves or who couldn't help themselves. Wow, that is definitely a beautiful legacy to have, Sean. And I I think you are doing everything which is already on those lines. That's how I, when I look at you, 
Uh, so thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for not only being a part of the gift of the universe, but also for giving your time here today. Is there anything that you want to say to our audience before we go? Well, I would like to invite you and your audience to the upcoming Art of Connection Virtual Global Summit uh, that will be on Tuesday, April 27th. Uh, it's going to be virtual, so it's 9 to 6 Mountain Standard Time. I know that we have so many different time zones, but it's going to be really powerful. And it's all about what my passion is, and that's connections. And so for your audience, um, I will give you the details and you can pass it along. But we do want to offer your audience and yourself a special gift. Absolutely. And we are grateful for that, Sean. So guys, I would be adding those details in the captions right here so that you can access it and go ahead. And I will also see you at the summit. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Sean, once again for being here. And guys, before I go, I have to say, please remember, we all are born abundant. All we need to do is claim that abundance by taking one step at a time. Take care, and I will see you soon with another author. Thank you, Sean. Thank you.